You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. This is Mick, and you're listening to a Chirp Radio artist interview. I'm on the line right now with Meiji Pa, a local electronic artist and a bedroom pop artist. I guess, you know what? Let's start out by uh, by just having you introduce, <laughs> tell us what your sound is, because I feel like you're combining a lot of things. Wow, that's a... Uh... <laughs> that's a question that I always fear answering because I don't honestly have an answer for like what my sound is. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite words is just eclectic. Yeah. And I definitely get that sense from your music that there's just sort of a fluidity to it and that you're not necessarily looking to corner a specific style. Yeah. I mean, I really like on this wave right now, that's just kind of like genreless or like no specific genre can really encapsulate things sometimes. And I think that's fine. I've struggled with that though, just being like, when people ask like, oh, what kind of music do you make? And I try to define something that I think is like, oh, it's R&B or like future beats or whatever it could be. But I think it's okay to say, I don't know. I feel like we live in a society that's obsessed with categories and like, if you can't name what your stuff is, then, you know, I don't get it. And therefore, I'm not going to listen to it. But I feel like the feeling of something, you know, if you're into the vibe, then that's enough. As far as your background, where did you get your start in music? Um, have you have you had other projects before this current one? Yeah, so I'm originally from Ohio. I always like people to know that just because I feel like so many artists are like, I'm based in LA or like I'm from Chicago, which I am not. Um, but it's nice to know where people have their beginning. And so Ohio, being from Ohio to me, um, represents my family. I spent a few years as a kid in Cleveland. That's where my grandparents were living and most of my cousins. And so <laughs> I think back fondly to that time in my life because there was like a local radio that we always listened to. It was 107.3. It was called The Wave. It was like a jazz radio. And so, so many of those songs, like even if I hear them on the radio today, like they immediately spark like images for me from my childhood or like just songs that I'll never forget. And I feel like that was a huge part of me growing up, but I never realized how prominent that funk was coming out of Ohio, like Zap Band and like Bootsy Collins and like so many people came out of Ohio, Ohio players, like so much good music came from there. And like that only had an influence on me later to build more pride coming out of Ohio. But for me, um, my family kind of whatever their music background, like my mom had like eclectic music taste and my dad got a lot of his music taste from his dad. And so that included like a lot of Motown from when my grandfather was a kid and then just funk music um, from my parents' era. And then uh, my brother is a huge influence on me as well. I have an older brother. He was listening to, like I had never really listened to rap music. And so I got 
interested in the music he was listening to and also therefore learned what a sample was. And that kind of just blew my mind. So I give him a lot of credit for making music, introducing me to a lot of stuff, um, having a good ear and also really shaping the type of stuff I was listening to from that age onward. I remember when my parents got him like uh, he wanted like some turntables and they just got him like these kind of like turntables. They weren't like a, a toy, but obviously they function. But it was the first his first introduction to music production and kind of like putting his own sounds in there. And then he started making his own beats and he obviously at that time was like listening to a lot of rap music that had always like the female on the hook. I was the little sister who was singing like on his rap beats and like his mixtapes and stuff like that. And he kind of showed me like, you know, what it takes to record, how to do it. And so we had a lot of fun when we were kids, like making up songs and just recording our voice and all of that. Yeah. So that's kind of what got me into producing. And I was like, oh, I like to record music as well. Like, what can I do? And so I kind of started at least just like recording my voice or like little songs I was coming up with. How does uh, how does your current album Diddy's Volume One sort of come out of those formative experiences uh, recording songs with your brother? So if I think about my family, like no matter where we are, when we get together, we are constantly singing. Like my mom is a person who will just come up with a song off the top of her head. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I've had to ask her, like, is that a song? And her reply, which I think is brilliant, is it is now because I sang it. And so. I've kind of always just carried like this idea that anything can be a song. Also just kind of like this, I don't know, ability to make anything a song. I think when it came to like recording with my brother and making things up, it was kind of like this fast paced or fun way to just express ourselves. And so when it comes to ditties, I feel like I've had this, like even when I'm producing, things will just pop into my head. And so I'm like, I got to get that down or I got to get to my computer and, you know, lay down that baseline or seeing that and record it. So I've got, I'm a person who has like a lot of notes on their phone with different ideas. And I think for me, the fun I have when producing comes from like getting an idea and then quickly turning that into a small song. And it, for me, like it doesn't have to be fully thought out or just like a finished and polished piece which is something I'm also working on changing. But I think the biggest or most fun comes from those moments when you just have a quick idea and it actually turns out to be something that's catchy or um, effective emotionally or just representative of the moment in which you came up with it and that you delivered upon it. I just, I think there's something special in that moment. So for Diddy's, I feel like when I, I challenge myself to create a song every day and kind of take those moments and spurts of creativity and record them. And then I thought later on, yeah, I should release these. Why not? 
they're just fun little songs that I've come up with. Yeah, and and the way that they're numbered, it's um, yeah, like this was part of sort of a ditty ditty a day type challenge that you sort of set to yourself. So the the titles of the tracks are actually the dates that you recorded the the song on. Yeah, so I titled them, and some of them like it doesn't go completely in order. And that's just because like a few of them, I moved around and then I also celebrated Diwali during that time. And so I took like the weekend off to celebrate that with family. It was an interesting experience and one that at first I was nervous to really like, okay, you really did make a song a day. I guess I could put them out like that. if I ask where you're uh like how you came across your name or um why you decided to call your project what you have <laughs> there's not much special about it but Mejiapa is kind of like if you know my full legal name then you might have clues to what my name is backwards and inverse and all of that so there's there's definitely a reason why it is that in the most honest way like when I graduated college I needed to pay back my student loans and I chose a username <laughs> for that. And this was a form of that. I kept it because I didn't want to use my legal name. And I think that was coming from a place of like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know, like, I didn't want people to know that I really produce music. And I didn't want people following me and asking me like, Oh, let's hear that. Or like, cause I was just starting out and I wasn't as comfortable. Like it has taken me so long to just step into the fact that I make music and in order to make it people need to listen to it and that's just how music works I was kind of struggling with the fact that like I have a day job and then I also want to make music I don't necessarily need the two worlds colliding and so having a name that wasn't my legal name helped me kind of explore that space and then people also didn't really know who I was so that helped me but I think I've become more comfortable with people knowing that obviously the name, like everybody asks how to pronounce it. And I think that as a person who studies language, for me, when I was creating it, I thought it was exciting that like people who speak different languages might pronounce it one way. And I just find that exciting and interesting that people would be like, hmm, how do you say this? Or in their accent or language, pronounce it a different way. Um, but yeah, I mean, today I'm like, oh, this is how you say it. It's Mejiapa. It's Mejiapa. I know that <laughs> the letters kind of defy what English language would do. And again, I'm a language person, so I find that kind of exciting. It was really wonderful speaking with you today. Really excited to have you on for the Chirp Radio Artist Interview a series. Again, this has been Mick in conversation with Mejiapa. She has a new album out. It's called Diddy's Volume 1. I just want to thank you again for coming on and speaking with me today. Thank you, Mick. Much love.
This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.